Hello. Hello. How you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. How are your braces? <laughs> I have like, uh, you know, like where it scratches, it's like created like a lump and now it gets caught. On the, like a callus? <laughs> yeah, but it like gets caught. Callus. It's like a fleshy bit that like, Ugh. yeah, so I need uh, what's to. What's up dudes? It's, it's Dude oh, That's yeah. Fucked Up. Welcome. I'm Erin. <laughs> Welcome to Dude That's Fucked Up. We're talking about Nicole's fleshy bits. In Sorry. my mouth. In my mouth. mouth flesh bits. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm Nicole. I have the bits. Um, <laughs> bits. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your mouth. That's all right. Um, okay, I feel like you're dying to tell me your fucked up thing this week. Should oh, oh no, we don't really I, have not. any business or anything, do we? No, yeah. nothing really. Um, I I went to the the march uh, yesterday. The uh-huh. march for our lives is great. Same. You went to like the legit one in DC. I went to one, yeah. a, a tiny one in Long Beach, but that's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, just feeling good about the kids oh, these days. Oh my god, I was so impressed. I just like there was like groups of you could tell like high schoolers, mm. but like high schoolers that looked like high schoolers. You know, some high schoolers yeah. look like old regular people. <laughs> like yeah, adults. like not not TV high schoolers. Not TV. Not um. <laughs> not, not Riverdale, Riverdale. high school. <laughs> Um, not 25 year old high schoolers, yeah. like actual, like, you know, like yeah. awkward, yeah. acne, acne face, cutie pie, yeah. little high schoolers. And they were just like, you know, so many kids spoke and it was just really sweet. But anyway, what, what yeah. was your experience? It was wonderful. I mean, yeah. it was almost, it was, uh, we like met up with a big group of people and walked down to like an entry point on the mall mm-hmm. and we couldn't even make it in that far because it was so crowded it's so many people like thousands and thousands of people and uh like a bunch of businesses around where we were were handing out free food like free bag lunches mm-hmm. like jose like jose andreas was like out there physically <gasps> handing out he yeah isn't, he's such, such a gem he's so awesome he's the coolest yeah, yeah the um his like think food labs is like right where we were mm-hmm. and he was just literally out there just like handing out like cheese sandwiches and stuff oh so God. cool what a good wow. dude. But yeah, and everybody was like so nice and just uh, when you go to big protests like that, uh you it's very overwhelming if you've never really been in a big sea of people like that. Yeah. Where you literally are trying to move and like get closer and you can't and there's just people everywhere and there's signs and but w- when you're in a situation like that, you think like people are going to be rude or something or like not cool. Everybody is Oh, and this is like the same for like the women's march, and I've been to a couple other protests, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody's just like good energy, like like so nice, and just like saying excuse me, and like oh come over here, like you know what I mean? It's just oh. like yeah, it's just it's nice. Um, and the only fucked up thing that I saw during the, <laughs> the march was in, a lady from Infowars was there. Oh God. And like trying to like interview people and oh. somebody like started talking to them and, and then some other guy came up and was like, dude, do not waste your time. These people are fucking trolls. Get out of here. Good. And then there's a, a shouting match ensued. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it was silly. Oh. So, but oh. yeah. Um, but that's, that was all, it was all good. So I just wanted to say that. And then, uh. That wasn't the fucked up thing, though. Oh, um, oh, well, th- I guess we saw some contrarians too, which it's they were like young, 
white dudes, obviously, yeah. who were like, we're pro NRA, change our minds or whatever. And no one was engaging with them, which made me so happy. Because, yeah. like, obviously that's all they want. And it's just like, oh, fuck off. Like, dude, know your audience. You have no place here. You're literally doing this to rile people up and get, you know, a response from people. And I was so glad people weren't, like, taking the bait. Um, yeah. Because it was just, yeah, it was really good here, too. It was, like, very, I don't know. There's just, like, a really positive vibe. And it also, we're the first generation with school shoot, like, a massive school shooting. Because we were in high school when Columbine mm-hmm. happened. And it was just, like, it was just, like, so sad on the one hand to be yeah. there and, like, know the that. The reason we were there, yeah. Yeah, and know that, like, this has been affecting generations and no one solved the problem and, you know, no one's done anything about it. You know, we we didn't know what to do about it and people didn't know that it would become, like, such an epidemic. But then to see these kids now who are, like... Not taking any yeah, shit. Yeah, they're like, like we're are, done. And they're not... And they're also just, like, they're not, like... It's a benefit because they're not exposed to the, like, cynicism yet of, like... They're fresh. uh, Yeah, they're just like, no, no. Yes. This is ridiculous, and we don't give a fuck if you... What you say. Like, we're just literally going to vote everybody out. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we don't care. Sorry. And I like that they're like, we're not... We don't care. We're not endorsing anybody. We don't... We're not trying to, like, do that. We're just, like... We're just telling everybody... This is the progression of time. Sorry. Yeah. Like you old people are going to die. We're taking, we're going to be, we're coming up. We're yeah. growing up. It's, I don't know. It's and like crazy. we, we care and we have big numbers and like, yeah. uh, I loved one of the signs was like, if you take any partisan stance out of this, this is literally just kids asking adults for help because they don't feel safe at school. And it's yeah. like, holy shit. Like, yeah, just these kids are scared and they're looking mm-hmm. to adults because they don't have the resources or the answers. They're yeah. kids. And they're yeah. just like, dude, I don't want to go to school. It's scary there. Like on top yeah. of all the other shit we have to deal with. Yeah. Now we have to be scared that one of our and peers is going to come shoot us. Yeah. And also like the thing that's been really bothering me is like people being like, why doesn't everybody just take care of each other and like – like, yeah, I, I like totally love that and want everybody to take care of each other, but like also putting the responsibility of like uh, mental health and awareness on children and, and they're, are, they're, they're probably also being bullied too at yeah. the same time. Like, and it's like not an school, either or. No, it's not an either or. Yeah. It's like we can, we can have both, but also like trying to be like, don't walk out, walk up. Like that really bothers me because yeah, that bothered me too. you could do that as much as you want, but it's also, it's like. There's an an implied victim blaming, like yeah. kind of thing going on, and then there's also just they're also children, and they cannot possibly they're all dealing with their own shit, and they cannot possibly take on the responsibility of somebody else's mental health. Like it's it's not a thing. Yeah. it's and, absolutely ridiculous. And there are other forces at work that are creating like technology as a whole, and how connected people are to technology is mm-hmm. already something that's, like, uh, uh, deteriorating. It's causing people to feel more alone and more lonely. Just mm-hmm. going up to someone and being, like, hi, by the time they're in high school, like, isn't going to fix how they're feeling yeah, or how they've been shaped as a human till then. So yeah. that's not even something, like, yeah, that's a nice idea, and we should just be m- spending more time with people and connecting with people in person. Yeah. Like, 
uh, uh, on a human level, but like that's also just like yeah, not the not the problem. It's also assuming that every other kid is an asshole, <laughs> right? Which right. is true in some ways, but like also yeah. it's like no, this is nobody's fault. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so ridiculous. So yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's been been a wild wild week. Yeah. Um, speaking of wild wild things, oh. I started watching that documentary uh, yeah. show. Rush yeah, the the Bhagwan uh, Rashnish. Uh, yeah. The Wild Wild Country um, Netflix documentary. It's like a series. It's like a show. Yeah. Um, and, excuse me, uh, <laughs> we were like DJ and I are like so into it. I was like waiting to start it because I knew that DJ would get into it. So mm-hmm. we started watching it and it's all, it all happened up in Oregon and DJ grew up in Oregon. So he's like, oh, this is cool. This is crazy. And each episode, something happens that is he – is like personally connected to somehow. Yeah. What? Yeah, like in in like small ways. So like when you were introduced to the Bog to the to Bogwan Rashnish, mm-hmm. he's like Bogwan. My dad used to say that all the time. He used to say Bogwan like about stuff like they would go river rafting all the time. His parents owned like a, a river outfitter company, uh-huh. river rafting outfitter company, and he when they go on like tours or when they go on their own personal like uh like rafting down the river and they'd come up to a rapid and his dad would go oh, it's the bogwan and dj is like what is he saying like what is he saying the big one yeah but like, in a funny in like a funny in a, like a dumb accent way. yeah yeah and he's just like and he's like oh dad dad humor whatever and like ignored it and this seeing the the documentary is like bringing it all back he's like my dad used to say the bogwan all the time and he was just like what the fuck and so he had to like call his parents and be like did you used to say the bogwan and were you referring to the to this cult in Oregon he and they his parents are like on speakerphone and they just start dying laughing they're like yeah <laughs> and then another episode uh, it's like the third episode or something. You're introduced to the uh, state dri- district attorney. Uh, he went to high school with the son of the guy. Oh my like god! The state district, the Oregon state district attorney. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so he's just like freaking out watching this show. Oh my god! It's like so much more like interesting when you have like sort of like personal connections I think yeah. to this stuff. And I mean like we were born in the 80s and so it's just like we had no idea about any of this until like recently. So he, oh. and I I knew about it I think from my favorite murder. I think Karen did it. Did oh. a, a thing about it. But I like had learned about it at some point and I was like, yeah, I already knew about it. And yeah. when DJ started learning all this stuff, he's just like, what the fuck? And then like the founder of Nike is from Oregon and his son, he's like older man, is from the town of Antelope where all this started happening. And so oh. DJ, he's always like been a big fan of Nike. So he's just like, yeah. this is crazy. It's too much. Oh my God. Oh so, my God. Yeah. It's wild. My, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, it's very good. I saw my brother, I, uh, 
this kind of like piggybacks off your thing and goes into my fucked up thing. But I had like vertigo really bad this week. And so I like couldn't get up. I didn't go to work. And then finally on Wednesday, I was like feeling a little better. And my brother's like, oh, do you want to get out of the house? I'll come pick you up and we can go have like coffee or something. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, so sweet. And so we went to this cool – there's, like, a record bookstore downtown with, like, a coffee shop attached to it. So we got a coffee, and we were just, like, sitting – and then we, like, walked around in there and just, like, for, like, an hour, and then I had to go back. I was like, all right, I don't feel good. But uh, we were sitting there. He's like, oh, have you watched that Netflix series uh, about the the wild, wild – Wild, wild country. Wild, wild country. I keep wanting to say wild, wild west. (laughs) Yeah. It somehow works its way into my life. I know. Um, But yeah, uh, uh, Wild Wild Country, he's like, oh, have you seen it? And I'm like, no, what's it about again? And he's like, oh, it's like about this cult. uh, He's like, oh, what are they called? The Roshninis? And I was like, what? And I just, I knew that wasn't right, but I wasn't sure what what it was. He's like, yeah. The, You're adding a like, lot a lot to that. You're yeah, sprinkling like, a little bit too much flavor on that. Well then he's like the Sheen Ra-Ras or something. Uh he like couldn't he like couldn't remember what it was and like I I just was laughing so hard. I'm like, I don't think that's right. He's like, what is it? I was like, I don't know. But it's not that. And then we just I don't know laughed. what it is, but it's definitely not that. Yeah. And then I I was like, Oh, I think it's so, yeah, Rashnish, but uh, yeah, he said it's really good too. And like he was tell yeah, I think I've heard the my favorite murder of this because I remember yeah. the um how they bust homeless people in to like yeah. make up the no. And I was like, oh, that's that's ringing a bell. But I I want to watch this. Uh, it's but there's so much good. there's so much good stuff on right now. I, I know. Um, Silicon Valley is starting back up tonight. Yes. Barry is premiering, which oh I, with, with uh, Bill, Bill Hader. Hader, which I love. I love him. Uh, I'm watching, um, uh, Homeland cause I love that show. Uh huh. I just have so many shows, but it's great. Yeah. I, Riverdale. I watched, I watched a lot of stuff this week while I was sick. I watched all, yeah, season that's one all of you Riverdale. can do. I know. Good. Even, even then. Yeah. Even then I was like, oh man, I don't. So what do you think stuff. of Riverdale? Do you want to have, do you want to kiss them all? <laughs> <laughs> what did we talked about this a little bit? Oh, yeah. oh, cause we were like, uh, we were like. Uh, texting about something else while I was watching it and then there was like the part towards the end of the season where you find out the um the spoiler alert yeah sorry spoiler alert the Coopers are connected to the Blossoms yeah and uh the babies are like cousin what we were calling them like, the brother cousins brother cousin cousin our husband bu- our cousin's <laughs> husband yeah cousin yeah. husband yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god it is such trash and i love it it's great it's so yeah. it's so stupid and you get so mad at it but you're like i still love it it's okay so, it's so soapy i fully wasn't really like sexualizing any of the the people that play teens who are like not really they're not <laughs> they're, they're like of age yeah they're of yeah. age but um I, I like I just like was like this is really cheesy and like i don't know until the last episode because then Which they're fun. like I think it was the last episode because then that it's like it's like flashing between the sex scenes between um, oh, Betty, Betty and, and Archie. Jughead. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Betty and a Jughead. Yeah. And Archie and Veronica. It's like yeah. flashing between. And I was like, oh, OK, this is like the hot stuff now. Yeah. It's sexy. Yeah. It's sexy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jughead for life. 
And all the all the girls, all the women are so hot too. Yeah. Just, and and the adults. Oh my god, you you see what I'm saying about skate at Ulrich now. <laughs> Oh, skeet, you just, motherfucker. You're, about, you're about to take a drink of your coffee and you just set it down so you can be like, <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> I know. I was like, gonna have my coffee and I'm all, oh, oh, let me put this down. I gotta talk about this. I got a full is, body talk about this. Oh my God. He, I, yes. Okay. I was telling you, I, there has never been a moment in my life where I have ever thought Skeet Ulrich is hot. I don't. I didn't get it. I never got it. I was always like, he's kind of dirty. I'm not into him. The second he showed up on this show, I was like, oh, my loins were like (laughs) making tingles. You got that coochie twinge. Man, let me tell you something. I was I was telling you. I was telling you, and you didn't believe me. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're on the same page as me. I could it's not something I can control. No. My body's just telling me how to feel. <laughs> I, my I, mind's telling me no, but my body. My body is telling me ski. Me ski. <laughs> uh, his Instagram is, is pure joy also. He's Stop. So, yeah, oh, it's great. Oh, I gotta follow him. All my Instagrams, all my Instagrams now are like food related. I'm no, get, obsessed with get this that woman. out of there. <laughs> no, I'm obsessed with this woman. No, her her handles like at no crumbs left, and she's like Ooh. a paleo whole thirty type lady. Oh. Holy fucking shit! She she has this thing. It's like her magic elixir, quote unquote. It's just marinated onions that you put in olive oil with some oregano and a little bit of red wine vinegar, and you let them marinate. On, on the counter for like two days, up to two days, and you just uh-huh. put that shit on everything, it's changed my life. I will have it. Dude, I'm going to send you. I, I made one of her recipes uh, on Friday for dinner. It's just basically like, uh, it, it's just like a mishmash of things, but you put that shit, you put those onions on there. Oh my God. And then I recreated it this morning for breakfast, but in, I like crisped up some carnitas that I had made and I scrambled some eggs and I had, we had some leftover potatoes that I crisped up and I put some arugula and some avocado and tomato and those fucking onions. And I made it into like this platter and Pete Dude, was like, my, you're a French gourmet. <laughs> It's so good. You're going to uh, love this lady. But oh my now God. I'm following I'm too many food people and not enough Riverdale people. Well, um, anything else that's fucked up? Just your your shitty ass fucking vertigo, yeah. which is the worst thing said, ever. <laughs> yeah. I, all I said was I missed work all week and a paycheck because I'm a human fidget spinner. Oh. <laughs> I just spinning all. You're all um, wib- wobbly. Yeah, I'm wobble to wobble all week. But I feel better, so it's no. good. Well, I'm glad you feel better. Keep your keep your inner ear tight. <laughs> yeah. Or loose so it drains out. I don't, I'm not yeah, sure which, I don't know. but yeah. Keep um, it level. I'm excited. Yeah, keep it level. Keep it upright. I'm not doing anything strenuous. I'm not bending around and down and all around. Yeah, so. take it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about this week's episode. Be- I mean, let's talk about this week's topic because yeah, I'm very excited. It's a fucked up one for sure. Um, You've been wanting to do this for like literal months. Yeah, for a long time. I so 
I love, I don't love natural disasters. I, I think they're terrible and awful and scary, but learning about them is endlessly fascinating. So yeah. today's episode is about the Cascadia subduction zone. Yeah. And if you're wondering, what is that? Um, it's uh, it's basically a, a intersection of where two plates meet, the North America plate and the, let me see if I could get this, this right, the Juan de Fuca plate. So oh. we'll talk about all that a little bit later, but um, the C- C- Cascadia subduction zone is up in the Pacific Northwest, like off the coast of uh, Washington State and Oregon State. So, <clears throat> so. Uh, yeah, it's um, I don't know. Uh, it's so weird. Uh, do people like know about this? Because ty- you know we were we grew up in Southern California, so we know yeah. a, maybe a little bit more about earthquakes and how they work. But I don't know yeah. if people get that sort of education everywhere. I don't know because um, they don't have earthquakes everywhere. No, I mean so we so the West Coast of the United States <clears throat> exists on a part of what we call the Ring of Fire. Um, so the Cascadia subduction zone is, we'll get to like the nitty gritty detail about it in a little bit, but uh, it's significant because it's something that we didn't even know about until like, I think 40 years ago. So, um, and it's a big deal because it is primed for a big, a big uh, rupture, um, mm-hmm. which will cause a massive earthquake. So like I was saying, we're, um, yeah, we, I don't know how much, y'all out there know about earthquakes, but we grew up in Southern California where earthquakes are constant. As a matter of fact, I, when I was out there visiting for the the meetup that night, it was like, I think two in the morning, mm. I woke up to an earthquake. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Do you not remember that? No, I don't really wake up for earthquakes. Well, I think the next day I was like, did you feel the earthquake? Oh. And you're like, you're like, what? No. Yeah, no. But I'm a super light sleeper, so I yeah. I, I wake up to smells. So <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. You're gonna be waking yourself up with those pregnancy farts. <laughs> <laughs> not mine. <laughs> I wake up from noise, but I not movement so much. Yeah, I wake up. I wake up to everything. So, but I wow. sleep really well. I'm a good sleeper. So, yeah. but. Earthquakes, uh, we grew up with them. We are used to them. We have been educated about them since we were little kids. Yeah. I was like telling people like about this week's episode and uh, like I was like, didn't you? I was like, you guys probably nobody else did this that was like on the East Coast, but like people on the West Coast, I thought pretty much everybody did the thing of where you bring in your like earthquake supply kit, you know, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. a. You, it's you a have to zip yeah. up baggie with a fruit with a juice box in it, a met, like a, a silver blanket, like the yeah the emergency blanket, blanket yeah. and like glow pudding, stick. yeah granola pudding. bar, yeah, yeah. Glow stick, yeah. <laughs> and I was like telling people about this, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Yeah, for when we have a big earthquake, we if we get stuck at school, we need to have like stuff to su- sustain us for like a, a day or two till yeah. our parents can pick us up." And they would store all the the emergency packs in uh, like a sea train or something or like another uh, like storage shipping container like on the campus of the school somewhere. And then but at like the end of outside, the school year. Like yeah. A- yeah. Away from the buildings. Yeah. Yeah. So like in case stuff like collapsed, you could still get yeah. to it. Yeah. 
And so, uh, but at the end of the school year, you got to get your, your little treat bag and you just eat, you just eat your little pudding cup. And it was like, awesome. It was so cool. But I was like telling people about this and they're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, it was real. Yeah. Earthquake preparedness Um, kit. And you had to have one. And you like learn to duck and cover, like how to cover up the back of your head and like where if you're not in the classroom where to go like where the safest place places in the building are and stuff yep. um so this is like and what we grew earthquake up drills. Earthquake, earthquake drills earthquake drills yeah yeah we we might have like nuclear like war drills soon again but yeah. we'll see <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um diving under a desk isn't gonna save you sorry no no <laughs> but um, in a, in the event of an earthquake absolutely get underneath a, a sturdy table mm-hmm. um Doorways, I guess, not so much anymore. I think we were taught that, but I don't think those are safe. I think we were taught that because you need to get away from glass. You you need to mm-hmm. get away from windows and stuff. And usually, you know, there's not really like a in a door jam. You're like usually not near a window. So, but, yeah. Or maybe they used to think it was like stronger somehow, reinforced. But yeah, I, I not don't so think much. It is. Yeah, not not a not a not so much a recommendation these days yeah but yeah if you're ever in an earthquake just get under your desk or a table or wherever mm. something yeah. that'll be sturdy enough to su- support some stuff falling on it yeah um and to protect your head from falling things yeah um so yeah so we learned all this stuff when we were kids and then of course i move out to washington dc where i don't know if they've ever had an earthquake like ever But of course, I come out here a few years after I lived here for a while. There's a fucking earthquake. What? And that shit scared me more than any earthquake in California ever did. And I remember Northridge. Oh my God. I remember like some big ones like living in California. And this, it was because it was not natural. Like I was like, this isn't supposed to happen here. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is going on? Oh, I think I know the one you're talking about because, oh no. Well, I was in New York and we had one. I wonder if it was the same one. It was like 2011 this happened. Yeah. 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 That that track. Oh it man. Felt, I, it felt it got felt all the way up the yeah. up the eastern seaboard. Dude, I was freaking out. I thought it was a terrorist attack and people were like, yeah. "No, I think it's an earthquake." I'm like, "But we're literally right above Grand Central and we don't have earthquakes here." Yeah. And then people were like, "Oh no, it's an earthquake." And I was like, "Oh, yeah. well, I feel stupid, but <laughs> Well, that was the thing. I was like I, I literally almost started I did all the wrong things. I like jumped up went. <laughs> I like was like walking around the office. I was like, what the fuck? I think we're having an earthquake. Yeah. And everybody's like, what is, what's happening? And I thought it was like construction outside. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know. It, yeah. Because it's like you hear a noise yeah. while an earthquake's happening. It, it's like a rumbling noise. So yeah. that's why I was just like, I can't believe this is happening. Anyway, that that aside, it fucked up a lot of shit here in D.C. Like oh. the Washington Monument was closed for several years. It's still – you still aren't able to go up in it, I don't wow. think, anymore. There's like an elevator that goes up to the top of it. Yeah. And they had to close it down for years to like reinforce it and make sure it wasn't going to like fucking fall over. Oh. Um, and then the National Cathedral also, like a lot of the like ornate kind of uh, stuff on it. I don't know. Like a lot of the masonry got really fucked up and Aww. they had to restore it all. So that took years to fix. Um, yeah, they had to have like uh, really specialized mason masonry people come and fix it. It was crazy. Oh. And that's all to say 
that shit should not happen here yeah. on the East Coast. I mean, I know there are like small earthquakes all the time everywhere, but yeah, it was strong enough where it's like you felt it. So, but that freaked me out. But this is the most scary thing that I think I've ever read about of a natural disaster that is going to happen. It's it's we're due for this to happen. The ca- yeah. the Cascadia subduction zone is due for a big. Uh, I guess we would call it an eruption, kind of like a volcano. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I was saying before, it's where the North America plate is part of the ring of fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where nearly all, almost all of the earthquakes occur in the world. Mm-hmm. The, just the because of the ones. way it's just because of the way the plates are like shifting and how they like line up with each other because there's plates everywhere that's how yeah the world like the top layer of the earth is formed yep and they all have broken apart and like kind of settled but they're always moving and yep so it's just like the way that the ring is set up and how those shifts happen it's like those that's what creates the earthquakes in this region yep um, so like part of the most affected countries, uh, would be like the, uh, countries that are, uh, have like the Andes running through them, which is Ecuador, Bolivia, Chile, Peru. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chile is one of the countries that's had one of the strongest earthquakes oh. ever recorded in mm-hmm. like our human history, uh, since we started recording, I guess, uh, which happened in 1960 and that was a 9.5 earthquake which is fucking insane uh central america is on the on the uh ring of fire so that's includes costa rica and guatemala Mm -hmm. uh north america like i was saying that's on its own own plate which is obviously canada u.s and mexico uh so an example of a big earthquake that happened on on our little plate was uh or big plate i should say was in alaska in 1964 they had a 9.2 wow um Russia is part of the Ring of Fire. And then, of course, Japan uh, in 2011, they had a 9.0 earthquake, which mm-hmm. I think everybody should remember that was insane. It triggered a massive tsunami, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philippines just had a really big one recently. Oh, no, wait. I can't remember. Anyway, Indonesia had one in 2004. They had their, their part of the Ring of Fire had a 9.1. New Zealand and, and Antarctica are also included in the ring so yeah so yeah we've uh we've had some major shit happen and that's just been those are pretty recent in our Mm -hmm. human history so um we like i said we're due for one (laughs) in the at the cascadia subduction zone and um it would be very similar if you guys remember japan in 2011 there the 9.0 earthquake happened and it triggered that tsunami which was massive and when i say 9.0 i'm talking about the richter scale yeah which uh i don't know all the ins and outs of how they measure everything but basically this this earthquake lasted about four minutes and that's kind of how they measure it is like shock waves obviously but also like the duration of it uh so can you if you can imagine a fucking four minute earthquake i cannot imagine that i don't know 
Well, uh, <clears throat> the Richter scale is always measuring the like seismic waves. Uh, right. Always, like right now, somewhere in, I mean, all over, probably the Ring of Fire, at least, but maybe all over the world. There's a there are Richter scales, kind of just like monitoring, you know, scratching, scratching. Yeah, I don't know why they remind me of like a lie detector a little bit. If you've yeah. ever seen like a um, a lie detector on a show or something, and it's kind of scratching, scratching, and then when there's a lie, it gets big. The Richter yeah. scale is always like measuring sonic or seismic waves and uh and it that's how we know like if it starts kind of going off the rails we know okay there's like an earthquake happening or whatever and that's how they're able to measure yeah they would always uh like whenever there's an earthquake in california the local news would mm-hmm. come on and be like oh we just had a you know five point blah 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 earthquake yeah. in in uh carlsbad or wherever and yeah. they'd show like footage of the richter scale at the time that it happened <laughs> and it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty it's cool. It's creepy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's creepy and it's cool. Well, and that's how we know there's earthquakes happening all the time that are really small that like humans can't really pick up on necessarily. Yeah. And so this equipment that measures the seismic activity, the it it's incredibly sensitive and it can mm-hmm. it can measure this pretty cool. Very effectively. Yeah. So yeah, the 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 Japan earthquake though, um because Japan is an island and surrounded by water, obviously. Any any kind of seismic activity that happens there usually is off the coast. And so they have to constantly be ready for a tsunami because that's what happens when there's a seismic, massive seismic shift is it mm-hmm. disrupts the – it displaces water and then it causes a big wave. Mm-hmm. So the tsunami uh, and earthquake killed over 18,000 people. Oh. Awful. Uh, it caused the meltdown of the Fukushima fa- power plant, which was a disaster, one of the biggest uh, disasters in a long time. I, I think it's one of the biggest nuclear disasters since uh, Chernobyl. Uh, Chernobyl, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. And cost about $220 billion to clean up and rebuild. And I, it's pretty – Pretty, it was very devastating to see this all happen on the news. I totally remember uh, the news footage of this. One of the scariest things uh, I remember really vividly is seeing a huge whirlpool that formed off the coast. And it looked oh like God. something that was like created in CGI like for a disaster movie. Oh it was insane. Um, I just remember sitting there with my parents like watching this on TV. Like I was like home for the holidays or something. I can't remember. Yeah. And we were just like watching. We're like, holy fucking shit. Um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So even with all of Japan's like technology and they know, they they have been studying seismic activity for like centuries, really. Centuries. Yeah. yeah. And and recording it and, and trying to protect themselves from earthquakes and tsunamis for forever and they have the most advanced earthquakes warning system in the world and they still can't avoid this disaster like a disaster on this scale from happening well so, no one can at this point no like we've we weren't we didn't know as much as we do now and like uh, we built in places where like we shouldn't have built and we'll kind of hit upon that later. But like, especially in Japan 
and even like in California, waterfront property is like valuable and there's a lot of businesses that are built up around there and stuff. But then when an earthquake hits, one, the earthquake could be very destructive on its own. But yeah. uh but then it sets this tsunami in to action and then that is uh, like even more destructive. So like even though they had this warning system in Japan at that time, it's still not enough time for everyone yeah. to like leave or do what they need to do and um and pe- or people ignore it or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, things happen and it's people really don't aren't are, yeah, people don't realize like how actually dangerous. Yeah. It can be. I think if you've never experienced or seen anything like this or don't know I guess like you would you why would I don't know like you would yeah. you would just have no idea what's what was happening I guess and wouldn't know to get the fuck out of there yeah but um yeah it, it was there was literally nothing they could have done no. I think it probably a lot of the warning systems they had in place probably saved uh thousands and thousands of people and they did have you know stuff in place they have like big sea walls and stuff that might have helped a little bit but at the end of the day just it doesn't matter we're puny little humans that the earth can shake off at any minute so yeah yeah so uh, be ready despite despite our best efforts yeah so yeah so like i was saying we're super overdue uh, uh on the cascadia subduction zone for something large enough like a 9.0 to happen um so it's gonna happen probably within our lifetime um who knows maybe not but maybe not um yeah so this is something i didn't really know about until the new yorker wrote an article about it uh Mm -hmm. a few years ago and uh it's a very interesting article. I highly recommend it. It is terrifying, it's, and a lot of what we're going to talk about is kind of based on that article. Um, yeah, it's, it's called it, The Really Big One by Catherine yeah. Schultz. It's yeah. very good. It's very long, uh, mm-hmm. but but Most so, New Yorker articles are. I have yeah. a million New Yorker uh, issues of New Yorker lying around my house oh my that God. I still have to read. <laughs> they're, uh. they're, they're long, but it, this sometimes they can be dense, I feel like, but this was not. It was a very good no. article, and it's like yeah. sourced from so many different places, and you, she kind of like takes you through different uh, people's like – expertise and accounts yeah. and all this stuff so it's very good yeah um yeah and but we're due i mean uh, you, depending on how you look at it of course like we're, we're also the yellowstone uh volcano is this, or the yellowstone itself is a super volcano which is due overdue for an eruption which uh, yeah. would be <laughs> devastating it's, also and it's all based on averages so yeah. it's kind of like okay well this is supposed to happen every 300 years or whatever so yeah. On a- and it's been over 300 years, so the law of averages says we're due. Yeah. But then yep. we're just due until it happens again. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then it might happen in 170 years or something, and that's yeah. how it all kind like, of – Yeah. Yeah. But that is to say there's a lot of pressure building up, and I'll explain a little bit about that, how that's building up in a little bit. But I, I always thought we were yeah. going to have the big one on the San Andreas Fault. Like that was mm. always – because – Growing up in Southern California, you're like constantly exposed to tons and tons of earthquakes. And we've had some really big ones. And the San Andreas is one of the most active fault mm-hmm. lines. 
but it's not the same as what's happening in the Pacific Northwest with the Cascadia uh, subduction zone. So yeah, if uh, you live up there, get ready. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about some very scary scenarios and 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 give some information about it. So uh, I don't know. It's really weird and it's really scary, but you know you can. We're do gonna some lean stuff. into it. We're gonna, we're gonna lean, lean into, into it. it. You know, we're gonna what? be real fatalistic about it. <laughs> yeah, because this reading the article at first, like like probably a third through, maybe halfway through, I was like, oh, and I like did not feel good about it. And then mm-hmm. I, and then I was like, oh, what are we gonna do? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really care. I, you can't live your life in fear of like That's right. something you can't control happening. And you, you just, don't even know when it's going to happen. Like yeah. you can, you can, or if you can in get into lifetime. a car accident, probably more. <laughs> that's like a car accident is what's going to take it's you a out given. if anything. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we don't think twice about getting in our cars. So yeah. Um, but yeah. So all this is to say, I always thought San the San Andreas was going to fuck us up. It's really going to be in the Pacific Northwest. So, yeah. um. From like San Francisco to Seattle, to no, Canada, to Canada, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so sorry, everybody up there for scaring you, but <laughs> we're gonna get into it now. Yeah, yeah. So because we're on this plate, and there's another plate that meets it out off the coast of like Seattle or of Washington, Oregon. It's uh, the way that it works with these plates is one is sliding under the other all the time, like Mm -hmm. constantly. And it should go smoothly and it should just be moving at a very slow pace, like whatever, but it's like always moving. But what happens is, and what's happened now, is the plates have gotten stuck. So if you can imagine like two pieces of paper, one sliding under the other, and it's smooth and nothing's happening. But if something is on the piece of paper, let's say it's like a booger or something, (laughs) I don't know. And it's dried and it's crusty. <laughs> and then it, the one plate <laughs> gets Ew. stuck. They get stuck, and they're, but they're still moving. They still have this, like, kinetic energy mm-hmm. of, every, of the movement behind them. So one the, is – The booger snags. That snags it, <laughs> and they start to bulge upward, <laughs> if you can imagine that. Or you can take your hands and kind of do the same thing, mm-hmm. slide one on top of the other, and, like – you, you get it stuck and it like yeah. will bulge. You can imagine yeah. it if you will. It starts to bulge upward. And so, but at the same time, there's still energy behind it pushing it. So what's going to eventually happen is that is going to snap it, break yeah. off, and then it's going to flatten again mm-hmm. and it's going to go back to the way it should be. Yeah. So that when little that booger happens, is going to like come flinging loose. Yeah. It's going to just go <laughs> scrape and it's going to go flying and then yeah. the paper's flat again. And those bulges that were rising up are going to flatten back down. And when that happens, it's going to create a huge shock wave. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the earthquake. And then there's going to be a subsequent tsunami mm-hmm. because it's out in the ocean off the coast of, of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So the energy that we're talking about is so massive. And I guess it would be upwards of a 9.0, maybe bigger. But... It could even be like an 8.6 or so, 8 point something, if it's not fully released, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Either way, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a really, it's going to be really bad. So 
Um, <sighs> all, all that energy is going to slam down, release, and it's going to cause some shit. So basically, if you're on the coast, you have about 15 minutes for the wave, the tsunami wave to hit, to hit, and then it'd be 10 hours for it to travel to Japan. So that that, means, that shot that that means like you're in the earthquake from the like second it starts and mm-hmm. you're in the earthquake and it probably lasts about four minutes because that's how yep. long a 9.0 uh, earthquake would last. That's already four minutes mm-hmm. of your 15 minutes to get the fuck out. Yeah. So you probably won't be going anywhere during that four minutes. You'll probably be ducking for cover. Yeah. And waiting it out. And once it ends, honey, you got to get your ass up and start running. <laughs> don't get in the car. Don't no. don't stop for anybody. Yeah. You run. You just run to the highest point that you can. Yeah. Get up that hill. Get yeah. up to higher ground as fast as you can. Don't get in the car because you're going to get stuck in traffic and you're going to get fucked up. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you you don't even like uh, – the article, this guy. Yeah. This, this guy is like so – Oh, what is- he's uh, he, I gotta scroll back down to this because it's jarring. He's like, what he he's says. basically like, fuck the old people, fuck anyone. You can't. I mean, he's like, you get yourself out of there. Don't don't worry about the injured, your pets, your nothing. Like, if you yeah. want to survive, get out. Oh, his name is Jay Wilson. He's the chair of the Oregon Seismic Safety Policy That's Advisory right. Commission. That's right. Yeah. Uh, he says. <laughs> You protect yourself. You don't turn around. You don't go back to save anybody. You run for your life. Oh, my God. So these people are very I, – I don't even know if they're hyperbolic or not, but they're very dire. Like, I don't know how bad – like, if you know the information that these fuckers know, you're probably – you know what you're talking about, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, yeah. So that is the best case scenario or the best working scenarios, I should say. Not the best case because it's all bad. Um but the best working scenarios by researchers uh, have everything west of the five freeway fucked, basically. From like San Francisco to north. Yeah. To Canada. Yeah. Um, so the five freeway is a, uh, is a freeway, major freeway that runs north south in California. Yeah. It literally goes all the way down to Cal, like to the border of Mexico mm-hmm. up to Canada. I looked. Um, I just want to say to Matthew, hi, Matthew. Uh, hi. You'd be safe in Stockton. I think that's yeah. where he lives. So don't worry. Um, Mackenzie, fine. though, just moved to Seattle. Uh, Mackenzie, you fucked. She would have been fucked in Santa Rosa, too. That's true. Because that's west of the five. Yeah. Yeah. Although maybe it's a little south of, is it south of San Francisco? But still, things yeah. wouldn't have been great. Things yeah. wouldn't have been great. Well, and it, and we're not even talking about the earthquake per se at this point. The earthquake is going to fuck shit up, but it's the tsunami that you really got to worry oh, yeah. about here. That's what's taking you out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, we um so we know that we're on track for this to happen because we have there's geological documentation of it. That we just learned about, like I said, like not even that long ago. But Japan also has documentation of what we call orphan tsunamis, where there's no earthquake to precede it. Mm. So usually, like we're saying, there's an earthquake off the coast and there's almost immediately a tsunami. Mm -hmm. Uh, Japan has had in their history recorded instances of orphan tsunamis 
where their coast gets hit by a huge wave with no earthquake. As so, a yeah, as a warning. So this happened in the same place in the in off the coast of the Pacific Northwest about 300 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, in 1700. So either 1700 or 1701, like it's somewhere in there. But pretty sure I think they like figured it out like down to the hour. Yeah, when yeah. this happened. Um, so early early 1700 and i think it happened at night maybe mm. um and japan has like all the records to back this up because it 10 hours later the next day basically the the wave hit them but there's also we don't have any documentation there was nobody living there except for some some tribes that lived along the coast and there is there is some like documentation on their part that has passed down through the generations so yeah, we know something for sure happened, and now there is like geological proof. Uh, they take cores basically from the the ocean floor that has uh, evidence of disruption and all kinds of stuff. Very technical, but it happened, and it's going to happen again. Yeah, like it's not uh, like Japan didn't understand where these waves were coming from with no earthquake, and we in the U.S have now figured out that it was from our our our, our earthquake ge- and tsunami like yeah our region yeah so there was mm-hmm. like an earthquake that set off a tsunami for them and yeah, so, so that's basically, what's going to happen again yeah they confirmed all this when they started to realize when they started to get all the geological data and evidence and then they matched yeah. it up with historical records from Japan so yeah um, which is great like that's so cool it's amazing. It's very cool, like detective work on yeah, detective their part. Work. Yeah, I love detective it. I love tsunami. it. Tsunami. <laughs> so, if you're wondering, like, okay, how bad can this be? Like, what's actually going to happen? Let's Ooh. just let's just get into it real quick. Yeah, you can, you know, absorb it as much as you want and take it all in. But what will actually happen is um, when this this Big one hits uh, the region that will suffer the worst natural disaster, basically, in the history of North America, because we now have so many people living in this area uh, mm-hmm. and so much, uh, not only humanity, but infrastructure. Um, it will cause a really, really catastrophic event. Um, yeah. So the area of impact will cover about... 140,000 square miles, I think, which would mm-hmm. include Seattle, Tacoma, Portland, Eugene, Salem. Uh, S- Salem is the capital of Oregon. Um, Eugene is where DJ grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Olympia, the capital of Washington. Those are like the, the biggest, most impacted areas. Yeah. And not, not just like the earthquake, I think. Um, That's like the eye of the storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And where like the most populous areas are, where it would be the most catastrophic. Um, It'll affect about 7 million people. And FEMA projects that nearly 13,000 people will die in the Cascadia earthquake and tsunami. So that's that's a rough estimate. We don't know. We have no way of knowing. Um, And also... The Pacific Northwest has no real early warning system. 
so the best thing you can do is if you ever feel a big earthquake is just, just get, get to higher ground as soon as possible. Um, and I think this is something everybody knows that lives up there. Like it's just, it's common knowledge. So, but I feel like people don't talk about it. Like it's not even like they don't really have an early warning system. Like there's legit no warning systems. We don't have earthquake or tsunami warning systems in anywhere near where I live. I mean, I don't think they have them up there either. There's no, well, you, the, the, where we were in Southern California, there's no, there isn't a risk of that. There's no risk of tsunami really as much as there is up in the Pacific Northwest. When you drive up there, you see signs that say tsunami, Mm, tsunami zone. Yeah. Tsunami area. But I think, you know, it's like people, when you see something all the time and every day and nothing happens. Yeah. It's, you just, you don't even see it anymore. So that's true. That's true. But, but in like in Japan, we, we talked about this earlier, they have significant, like yeah. they have alerts. It's kind of like how the Midwest has like tornado warnings and like there's actual, um, like alarms that go off that everybody could hear and they know when yeah. that happens, where, where they need to evacuate to and all that stuff. Well, and also what happens before the earthquake, the, the main waves, the actual like, uh, waves that you feel before that happens, there are a smaller, like more, uh, it's a measurable, but not something that like humans can feel. It's like why dogs bark right before an earthquake and it Mm -hmm. kind of feels weird and the animals like freak out. There is, there is an instrument that can measure those like pre kind of shock waves. Mm. Uh, Japan has a system for that. And that's what I say when there's no early warning system, we don't, there's nothing like that. We don't have a system. Yeah. Yeah. So if uh, when the Cascadia earthquake begins, there will be instead of like the dogs barking and stuff or whatever, uh, it's just that's going to be the early warning system basically is like pay attention to your pets. Like instead of having an early warning (laughs) system, it's like that's that's it. That's the early warning system. I keep like you keep saying Cascadia and I think of Cascada and also that song. (laughs) Evacuate. Um, <laughs> evacuate the dance floor. But I feel like this is like a perfect opportunity to create like a, a song. Like, yeah, like a evacuation. PSA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like evacuate the region. Yeah. <laughs> get evacuate the beaches. <laughs> yeah. uh, get high ground. Yeah. Oh, and when I oh. said <laughs> when I said the, the FEMA projection of 13,000 people that would die in the in the earthquake and following tsunami that I don't think they're, they're, they're just predicting like on a, maybe like a winter, like winter or fall oh, when right. the February. beaches aren't packed. Like if, if it's, a, yeah. if it's summertime, you have no way of knowing how many tourists are out in like these beach towns, like on the beach, like who would just not have enough time to get oh the my fuck God. out of there. No. Yeah. And you're not getting out in a car. That's for sure. Because I was in Cannon beach last may uh and there was an accident and there's fucking one road out we had to turn around and go way out of the way to get out of the beach area in oregon it's like crazy yeah so so just get like i said get on foot and run just run ass run like your life depends on it um Uh, so yeah, so everything, all the electrical grid will fail. <laughs> this is a weird question, but like, yeah. okay, 
any any 9.0 earthquake that happens in this region, is that going to be the big one? Like it will trigger yeah. a tsunami? Oh, okay, okay. Because I was yeah. going to say, what if it was like just an earthquake that didn't trigger a tsunami and everyone's like taken off and then nothing happens? It's like, whoops. Fuck, dude. Whatever. I'd rather be safe than sorry. I'd, I'd, yeah, true I'd, that, true that. I'd rather like give myself a vomit-induced like like panic attacks like running than – than anything i don't know for sure all right i'm just uh, checking no better safe than sorry yep. who cares if you look like an asshole run <laughs> um yeah the whole entire electrical grid will fail so your your I cell phone happens i hope when it happens you're not like doing it or like uh, uh would you run naked well Hell yeah dude like how many I guess this goes back to like having an, uh, an earthquake preparedness kit. Most people put like some batteries, a flashlight, some granola bars in it. But like maybe you want to put like a robe next to it in case you're naked Dude, when it happens. Let me tell you one time there was an earthquake. I was like in high school. I used to sleep naked like all the time. <laughs> Even in high school. It's so weird. <laughs> and my mom came in my room and it was like a pretty decent earthquake. It was like maybe a, like a five or six. She came in and she started to rip the the covers off my bed to like get me out of bed and I was like ah she's like are you naked and I'm like yes leave me alone it was like simultaneously terrifying and embarrassing so that's why I don't sleep naked anymore you never know when a goddamn earthquake's gonna happen or a fire yeah. or anything that's why you wear yeah. good underwear yeah you, you know in case you yeah. get into a car accident don't have your holy ass shit skid mark stain shit everywhere like get 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 throw those away get some nice chonies yeah it might not matter though if the accident's significant enough you might shit yourself <laughs> that's true that is true but you know uh, don't have no holes in there that's well disgusting. just don't sleep naked if you sleep in an earthquake prone area because the big one might happen and you're gonna have to run out your house with no chonies on and then you're gonna be real fucking embarrassed and maybe also dead i don't know <laughs> but like i guess it's fine well it depends if you live in like a house in like kind of a rural area cool on you but like yeah. i live in an apartment building <laughs> also like so i gotta have a shirt on Pray that there's no, uh, it, that it's like warm outside at least, you know? I don't know. Well, if you, if you want, you know what? It's your life. Do it. Do whatever you want. You know what? Just don't maybe, say we didn't warn you. Maybe just have like seasonal preparedness packets like yeah. in your closet, in your like closet on your way out. Like, and then you always rotate it with the season. So you always have the right amount of things in there. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> We're prepared for any right. situation. Okay, so yeah. everything's going to go down, like everything. All the, the electrical. The grid's going to fail. Yeah. The grid's going to fail. Yep. Everywhere, west of the Cascades and possibly well beyond. Uh, literally anything and everything not bolted to the floor or a wall will fall. And this includes houses that aren't retrofitted and bolted properly to their foundations, which that's a lot of houses, actually, because there was uh, – in Oregon, specifically, they had no seismic building code until 1974. Um, and that's because they didn't know about this situation. Um, and so what else is going to happen that is really fucked up is li uh, liquefaction mm -hmm. will occur, which basically means solid ground will begin to behave like liquid and thousands of landslides will just happen 
So I don't know if you've ever been to like Oregon, but there's like lots of like rugged hillsides and it's very, you know, hilly. So once ground becomes liquid, like that's... Because all yeah. the vibrations the vibration. are happening mm-hmm. really fast. So everything yeah. kind of rises up. Like it's so fast. Everything. If Like if... Um, if you put a, like a subwoofer on a table and then put some sand on it and you turn yeah. it on, all the vibrations cause the, the sand to just kind of exist above the, there's, it's not like, yeah. it's not like solidified on anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's and crazy. And that's what will happen. Yeah. That's exactly it's- what will happen. Um, anything that is an, any kind of underground utility, like gas, water, power will get fucked up yeah. and. Bye for it'll fucking st- years. Yeah, it'll start fires and floods. Like yeah. water, if water mains break everywhere, like massive amounts of water will just spew everywhere into houses, yeah. whatever. It's uh, the apocalypse, essentially. It literally is. It literally <laughs> yeah. is. It's yeah. like everything will be destroyed. Yeah. Um, and it's like all the secondary stuff that'll happen as a result that's going to be the most devastating. The worst. Yeah. Um, and then the tsunami will come and that will 100% kill you. Like yeah. there's, there's no, you don't, no. there's no fucking magical scenario where you can swim through this or whatever, because it's not just water. It's like oh. trees, cars, livestock, other humans, yeah. build buildings, like actual buildings. And there it's gonna, it'll, it'll just, it's like concrete coming at you, like a wall, yeah. like an actual wall. It so, just reminds me of, um, the movie, twister mm-hmm. and when the um girlfriend of bill paxton is in the backseat and they're like hauling ass past that uh tornado and she's on the phone with her patient because she's like yeah. a psychologist Sex therapist yeah. yeah oh okay and she's like terry i gotta go we got cows we got <laughs> cows <laughs> and it's just like a cow a wall of like shit with a cow in it but yeah, yeah, that's exact. Like it's just gonna be, you know, when you're at the beach and there's like a heavy wave and it's it's literally scraped up the seafloor. Like it's so yeah strong of a wave and it's just like a wall of sand and then it's like all in your crotch and in your like butt crack and it's everywhere. That's yeah. what this is. But like, yeah. but like four hundred feet tall. <laughs> yeah, like five stories <laughs> high. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah, you're dead, basically. You're dead. You're just dead if you don't get out of the way, if you're not up to higher ground. Uh, so the odds of this happening, of a, of a big one, like which would be like eight point something, uh, are one in three. So that's that's like guaranteed, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, and then the odds of the, the big one happening, like a 9.0 or higher, are one in 10. That's still very high and not great. Oh, what's a big one compared to the big one? A big, a big one's one. like a six? No, like an eight point something. Like an eight point. Oh, oh, oh. Eight point six and, and whatever in that range. But that's well, that, still insane. <laughs> and that'll still trigger a tsunami, right? Yeah. It's, you're, there's so, still going to be a tsunami. It doesn't matter. It's, yeah. It's going to happen. I'm just saying the like maximum oh, large scale. Largest. where every Like where the, the big, like where the the plates free, like completely come free and clear of the booger and go like <laughs> yeah. that's that's the when the big one when they just go fuck like all the way up all yeah. the way down completely release mm. all the energy yeah that's the one in ten um that's 
that's not one in a hundred, one in a thousand, which is like, yeah, that's pretty low too, or high, whatever you want to say. One in 10 is like another guarantee basically. Yeah. So, and that's like within the next like 30 years, I think is what that, it w- that range. So, mm. um, and 30 years ago, nobody even knew that the Cascadia subduction zone had ever even produced a major earthquake. So this yeah. is all very new. This is like within our life lifetime, we just found out about this. 45 years ago, nobody even knew it existed. Um, like when they found out about this, they were like, oh, this is interesting. Here's where the, the fault lines like go. One goes under the other. Yeah. But they didn't realize that it was building up pressure and that a huge earthquake could result because of it. Um, and, they, they just, and they were like – uh-oh, uh-oh. It's producing all the earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> Evacuate the beaches. Uh, yeah, so it's going to happen, guys. And that it might happen in our – definitely might happen in our lifetime. Almost definitely will happen in our lifetime. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe. Almost definitely maybe. We don't know. <laughs> we have a one in three chance of a really big one yeah. and – a one in 10 chance of the big one happening. Big so one. Yeah. gird your loins, get your go bag ready. <laughs> don't Not. hang out on the beach too long. <laughs> Live somewhere else. Move. Or I don't, don't care. Or uh, don't care. And be like, you know yeah. what? This is how I want to go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's the because, thing. Because uh, you can't really do anything. Like, no. Because the end of the article kind of like the last quarter of it or so is like so like what can we do and it's like people figured out a super long time ago like that this was an issue like in the 70s which is when they were like hey we need to start you know having zones we need to start zoning things for like Mm -hmm. earthquake and earthquake you know um building and we have to have certain uh things that need to be met so that all these buildings are earthquake safe and we shouldn't be you know, probably building in these zones anymore because they're more prone or they're under sea level or whatever. Right. But people were just like, oh, I don't know. It's like overwhelming. And like, I have like so much other things to do. And like, but we want to make this building here and we want the money and all this shit. But it's and like so such it's like, a beautiful location. <laughs> yeah. But it's like really beautiful. And like, um, I don't know. We just like always pictured it being right here. <laughs> Won't uh, be there for long, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is uh it's bad. But some areas have taken precautions and uh and they continue to to do things. The fucked up thing, one of the worst parts about the article was like this there's an area that's like um on the one side of this school. I think it's an elementary school. Mm. Um on the one side of the school is the ocean. It's like mm-hmm. on the coast. And on the and behind it, like if you were to go inland, it's a giant marsh that you cannot like get through. Yeah, it's it's not you, you cannot travel it. You'd have to go up or down the coast coast and then inland. So basically, their evacuation is just like, um, get to good like, luck, kids. The playground, yeah, get to the asphalt playground and like hope everyone and survives. hold hands. Yeah, yeah. which. I mean, you know, you're not going to escape this anyway. So, but it's just like really scary to think that like if this happens, there are places that 
day to day, you're not thinking about that. But then yeah. you're like, oh, fuck, there's like a preschool here and it's gone. It's in like an instant. If you ever are looking for a house and it's like in a valley and you're like, why is this house so cheap? Why is <laughs> like, why can't I get insurance? It's probably because you're in a floodplain and if there's mm-hmm. any kind of deluge of any sort, your fucking house will just be washed away. If you yeah. want to take that chance, that's fine. But again, you probably can't get insurance. And, you know, that's like on a small scale compared to this. But that's a yeah. possibility and that could happen. And there's real world implications for it. This is like the part in like Dante's Peak where everybody's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? This volcano's not going to blow. And everybody's like super skeptical or just not caring. Yeah. And because because we just learned about this like with within the past 30 years and people are just starting to like be educated on it and it's still like not sinking in maybe for some people so i don't know it fucking um, blows my mind that people spend so much time with like conspiracy theories on like fucking yeah. f- flat earth sasquatch bullshit whatever space yeah. shit illuminati this- yeah yeah, like this sort of thing. Put your attention on this because this is something that science is saying and it's still enough of a conspiracy theory in a way because it can't be predicted to when it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's like it's one like, of those things that's but it's exciting. Not like, but it's not like a doomsday cult. There's actual scientific data right. and evidence to back it up. It's not like, oh, some guy just said it. Like it is <laughs> – it's a thing. It's like real. But like why don't those people cling to this is what I'm right? saying. Like, th- like then know. you could actually do some good by like warning people or like, you know, raising money to move a school, you know, like mm-hmm. give, helping them have the resources to like relocate to another area of town or whatever. Or I don't know. Fun fund an early warning system or whatever needs yeah. to happen. Um, yeah. To keep perpetual – like keep giving money – to these these organizations that study it so that we can have better ways of knowing what actually is going to happen. So yeah. there's like it no matter how you slice it it's all going to be bad, but yeah. the scenario could play out in a number of different ways. So there's yeah. like a lot of resources out there to see what all those scenarios are. We won't go into all of them, but just know that it's going to be really bad and a lot of people will die. Um and there like is probably not a lot you can do about it, but there are some things you can do. Not like not all hope is lost, and we don't want to like scare everybody. But like, if you but feel like it's if gonna you... decimate and you'll die. But 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 <laughs> I but like I, get a flashlight and put it by your door. I, I live in Washington D.C. where a ter- if a terrorist attack happens, like any kind of dirty bomb is set off within the city, I will probably be fucked. Yeah. Like I've I've talked to like some like security professionals who who create the evacuation routes for DC who are like, oh yeah, we're fucking gonna die if anything ever happens. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I know I know that, but I still with a lot of my friends have a contingency plan worked out in case anything yeah. does happen. Mm-hmm. Uh to get out of the city on foot. Um yeah, your or cell on phones a bike won't or work. whatever. Yeah. That's the thing. Like uh that's the thing you can't prepare for. Like if, uh, maybe we've talked about this before, but like, I know you had one or you have one and I had one when I lived in New York, but if there's any sort of terrorist attack that is a smaller scale that doesn't affect the entire area, like directly, you know, you'd want to leave 
the area and meet up with your loved ones and make sure they're okay. Your cell phones aren't going to work. Electricity might be down. There's going to be no safety. Like the police are going to be busy. Everyone's busy. Um, In this situation, like you need to have a plan that is like a meetup point in – just in case you don't die immediately, yeah, and uh, and you can't rely on any technology, transportation, anything. It's on foot. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's so you check in with the Red Cross to see what information and resources are available to try to plan for this the best you can. Yeah, uh, if it's not already, try to find out if your foundation is, or your house is bolted to your foundation, and if it's not, fucking do that, and try to retrofit your house as well as you can. Uh, strap down your water heater because that's a thing that can fuck your life up if it falls yeah. over and can Breaks free cause all kinds. Yeah. Starts a fire or some shit. Yeah. Uh, you should know how to turn your gas and water main off. Um, know where those are and how to, how to access them and how to turn them off. Uh, and like we were saying, make a plan with your family and friends uh, knowing that cell service and electronics won't work um, and have should- a meeting – meeting place picked out and make sure that's like a safe place that would be away from all this and uh is accessible on foot mm-hmm. too because you probably won't be able to drive anywhere cuz roads and freeways will probably be super damaged. You yeah. should have a to- you should have a toilet bucket. Uh No, you should not out in the fucking open. <laughs> nobody gives nobody it's going to be pandemonium. You should have a you should have some disposable butt wipes. Mm-hmm. To, not only to wipe your butthole with, but also to shower with. Yeah. In the woods. Um, you should definitely have condoms because you don't want to make a baby. I mean, you're going to be bored. All the lights. <laughs> like all the, the lights are going to be world is going to be. You can get out that one. <laughs> That's like for apocalypse. This is like localized. <laughs> no, walkie talkies. We have walkie talkies in our go bag. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe something to barter, maybe some cash in case, you know, you need to buy stuff along the way and can't access or, anything because uh, everything's down. Or like Cigarettes, sc- maybe. Squirrel, <laughs> squirrel or skunk pelts. We don't know what people are going to be wearing after this happens. You might need to have some animal furs that you can trade and barter. I'm uh, talking, to, I'm, I'm saying buy a carton of cigarettes because everybody will want to barter <laughs> cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are going to be on edge. And they're going to, oh, a- fucking alcohol. You should have some alcohol that you can uh, no, trade I feel like I want to stay like, sharp. I want to stay no, sharp. No, no, that you could trade people, barter oh, okay. with them. People are going to be uh, hysterical. Maybe no, they're, have- they're going to want water. They're going to want water. <laughs> and alcohol. And, yeah, maybe. and maybe memorize a monologue to a play or something so you could entertain people. You could charge them for admission. <laughs> Okay, Nicole's thinking of the impractical <laughs> side of this. I I actually have like gone through the 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 thought process of this like in a yeah. very serious way because I don't know, I'm paranoid. Oh, you don't even live there. <laughs> no, I live in a place where we could have something bad happen and we have to get out on foot. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah, should yeah. everybody should have this. It's a fun Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a fun thought exercise at least. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. My dad lives on a boat, so I'll just, like, go to the boat, probably. Yeah. And I'll just, like, ride the tsunami wave into town. And then wherever the boat lands, that's where we live now. Don't capsize. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we'll get a dinghy. Yeah, just go out as far as you can. You should be fine if you go really far out. Oh, no, I think you'd still get sucked in. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, I guess if it was, like, a rolling wave. If it had broken, then you're fucked. Yeah. 
I don't know. Oh, I don't man. either. So get many things helicopter. to think about. That's, yeah, get your, gonna, I think get, I'm going to be a helicopter <laughs> pilot now. No, that sh- those shits crash all the time. Yeah, but you'd survive in a you'd, – you'd be able to get above the wave. But where are you going to land? You go inland. All right. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know, man. I always thought it was going to be escape from L.A., but it's going to be escape from Seattle or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go up into the Space Needle because then it'll break off and then it's just a boat. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. <laughs> Is it buoyant? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Probably, probably sink right down to the bottom. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a bad idea. Yeah. Well, sorry to <laughs> break it to you guys, but it's kind of fucking not not a good sitch. So, yeah. and there's also a follow-up uh article to the uh New Yorker, the the earthquake, the the really big one article from the New Yorker and it's uh they she the same author felt compelled to write it Catherine Schultz felt compelled to write it like a month later because everybody was like freaking out. Um, it, it caused a lot of panic <laughs> for, for a very good reason. But uh, the follow-up is how to stay safe when the big one comes. So Don't a, live there. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I mean, if you're thinking Be about moving. Town. Yeah. If you're thinking about moving, just go like inland a little bit, you know, should be okay. Eh. Yeah, who cares? Whatever. You yeah, might be at your, the beach the day it hits. It doesn't matter. Yeah, live live your life. You know, you were saying like, oh, it's hard to like if you're looking at a house if it's in a valley or whatever, and it's cheap, and you're like, why is it so cheap? And it's probably because it's like in a flood zone or so, something. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy because fucking beachfront property and like on the Oregon coast is still so goddamn expensive. Oh yeah. People still want to live there because it's gorgeous, and if you're gonna die, hey. At least you went out loving life. If, at least you have a view. Yep. You have or a, had, a, had a view. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Your house is probably going to slide down whatever hill you're on because the yeah. ground's going to liquefy underneath you. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's going to be, oh, man. dark as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. Don't go into the basement. Nope. That's not the place you want to go, unlike a tornado no. situation. Yeah. We should talk about tornadoes sometime. Ooh, I've always wanted right. to see one in real life, but it's probably not. I probably shouldn't put myself in harm's way. <laughs> no. All right. All right, guys. Done? I think so. Yeah. Uh, stay safe and uh, get yourself a, a contingency plan. <laughs> Follow us on social meds, not for uh, any tips on how to survive a tsunami, but just for other bullshit to keep you distracted so you don't think about it. Yeah. Uh, at, <laughs> at DTFU Podcast everywhere. Yeah, sorry we, if we scared you. Yeah. Um, but uh, we do have shirts. Yeah. That's a good uh, you, thing you to wear. One yeah, if you're in, in your sleep. Somebody can identify your body. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> or kidding. if you currently sleep naked, you could wear the shirt so you're not naked. Yep. And when it hits, you can run away and you're clothed at least halfway. That's right. Um, maybe your genitals are out. I don't know. Slap, you some, decide slap, that. S- slap some chonies on. I don't know. <laughs> your yeah. genitals are out. Um, <laughs> maybe your genitals are free and out. Uh, Flapping yeah, the wind. Yeah, we have Patreon. Check that out. Yeah. And I think that's it. Yep. Um, 
Stay safe. Yeah, and excellent. And excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, goodbye. Forever. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I feel like Bye-bye. so doom and gloom. <laughs> yeah, that's funny though. Yeah. All right. Well, bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>